two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 257 is ready to go. How's everyone doing? Uh, I'm your host, Thurian Still Gaming. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Oh, boy. Another good week. Yeah. Yeah. We have... Uh, another good week. We got we got a couple big topics I want to talk about, right? Um Young Yad did a did a, a video about uh, ownership of 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 games, right? Young Yad also did a conversation about Assassin's Creed with uh, microtransactions after the fact. Uh, so we're, we're going to go talk about that type of stuff. We're going to talk about Outriders. I have a little bit of a, a a thing with Outriders, right? Like I want to love Outriders, right? But I I just got out of a bad relationship with my stripper ex girlfriend Destiny, and Outriders feels like the rebound. And we're going to talk about that, right? We're going to talk about that on today's show. I'm going to talk about Marvel Avengers a bit. Marvel Avengers today gave me a piece of gear that I literally almost lost my shit, Sarge. I almost lost my shit. Um, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal because of where the game is seven months from where I left it uh, when I started. And it the same things are happening. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that uh, as well. So... Sit back, chat, because we have we have lots of different stories to talk about today. We're going to be talking about Microsoft might be picking up uh, buying Discord. We're going to be talking about um, uh, delays. There's two two games that are delayed until later this year. Uh, we're going to be talking about some uh, DC uh, movies coming up. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Snyder Cut a little bit. Not not spoilers or anything like that. So if you haven't seen it, no, don't worry. There's not going to be any spoilers. Um, we're going to be talking about PlayStation. They're closing down the servers for PlayStation 3. And they're also closing down the communities from PlayStation 4. So we're going to talk about that as well. What are you going to say there, Sarge? No, nope. I had a few jokes in there from different stuff. I'm going to just hold back a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> if you're new to bit. the channel, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, if, if it's your first time here, uh, we're two guys that basically have been playing video games uh, since the early 80s. And combined total between us, we have over 65 years experience playing video games. Uh, so, yeah, we like, to, we like to talk about video games and other topics as well. Uh, so sit back, relax, enjoy, get some popcorn, and... Uh, Spread spread the uh, spread this chat around. Let me uh, let me actually tweet this out that we started up the show today. All right, we've been uh, doing this show for six years, six years, uh, but seven seasons. We're in our seventh season. We're actually gonna. Are we? Did we start our seventh season? I think we started our seventh season this 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 year. Uh, but our anniversary is coming up on May twenty fifth. That's when we started back in uh, two thousand fifteen. Is when we started this uh, podcast. So. Uh, We've been doing this for a while, so if you like this type of content, do you have do you have the anniversary date? Yeah, it's you gotta it's, put like a it's, you gotta put a birthday cake or something. It's, it's on the May May twenty fifth of uh, two thousand fifteen. So that the first the first year that Destiny came out, it was that yeah fourteen later, yeah yeah yeah. I had the idea of doing it before, but 
just couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't swing it. We had a newborn at the at the time. All right, so let's get started. Right, I want to talk about. Let me let me get this out of the way. Marvel Avengers. Okay, I love this game. I love this game. I have almost 700 hours in Marvel Avengers. Okay, I, I I like Marvel. I like Marvel Avengers. I like the game. I like the combat in it. Okay, I was playing today while I was waiting for reset to happen. I played Captain America just to switch things up. I did the daily elite uh, uh, elite villain sector. I get my reward at the end of it, and it's a shield. Okay, it's a shield. It's a super soldier shield. All right, and it's got two perks. It's a five star. It's got one stat, one stat, and you're like, oh, what's the big deal? And the number is fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Now let me bring this up to you. Let me let me bring this up on screen so you guys understand where I'm about to to rage a little bit here. Okay. This is this is. This is a spreadsheet that people put together from the beginning of Marvel Avengers. Okay? Like, again, there's no stats inside the game. Like, when you highlight something, it doesn't tell you where gear drops from. Nothing in-game to tell you where this gear drops from. This is community-built, and this goes over all the heroes, right? This is Captain America, every piece that can drop from those places. And as you can tell, Elite Villain Sector right here, I got the Amplified super soldier piece so now i'm gonna open this now someone took this screenshot someone took this screenshot way 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 back on september 18th okay september 18th is when this was submitted and if you look at this five star okay i got this exact piece today no this is not september we're not back in september we are in march going into april seven months after the game came out okay and i got this exact piece with the precision 15 which is a broke piece of gear this this piece of gear drops in the game right now sarge right now now people that are not playing the game are be like oh it's a broke game stupid game shit game whatever it is okay it's a fun game there are making improvements on it but what in the effing hell is this okay this i got this here, just just so you guys don't don't think I'm lying, let me go to my Twitter account live here right now and and look at my my tweet that I did earlier today. There it is, here it is. There is that was today. Precision 15 cryo amp. It's the it's it's the exact same. It's the exact same. They haven't fixed it. They haven't touched it. It's still dropping in the game. So either they don't care. Or they don't give a shit. It's not. It's not important. But it that, is. Really, but it is important. That's 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 not really important. Is that a game breaking bug? It, is it, that is that stopping you from actually playing the game? No, it's not stopping me from playing the game. And I know you're being. I know you're being sarcastic right now. Okay. I'm just reciting facts. Does it break the game? It, it doesn't. It's it's the fact that it's still in the game, and it's a named piece that drops in the elite hive stuff. Right. Technically. Technically, they did fix it, except that when they changed over to new gen, the same problems happened. I think that's what is it. That's what's happening. They just just inputted that build over without the without the patches already in mind. So, rest assured, six months from now, the new gen will be patched like the old one is right now. Six months after the fact, it little things frustrate me because now I've switched. I just got a Series S. So, so from last week, Sarge, 
I got my I, I, I still haven't registered that in my brain that I just got an S. Yeah, I, I got an S. It's here. I can show it to you. It's it's literally it's it's here. Okay. I've been playing. I love it. It's got it's got the load times are super fast. Okay. I, I've never seen a slow motion thing inside the game anymore. It just it just loads. It just goes. More destruction. Okay. Yeah. But but to be fair, the best drawings in the game are the characters in the load screens, and I think that the guys who you don't actually get to see those anymore should be, should be upset because now no one even gets to see those. Yeah, you, you don't even get to see them. They made okay. they made those guys to be during the load screen so people can see how cool the characters were, and now that guy's work is just thrown out the window. The load times are so fast. The elevator rides they don't even get to finish the the banter back and forth. Okay. Well now, well, now we know why they made the experience longer. Yes, yes. Because otherwise the game would be too short now. With, yes, all the, yes. with, all, with all the less load screens and no elevator talk, then I the, the game would be too short. So they had to make the XP a little longer. Otherwise, the game would be <laughs> well, that's way too thing. short. That's another thing. The XP didn't change. The XP didn't change. I, I got my Hawkeye from when it came out to level 50 in about six hours. Okay. And I was at 140 in about eight. Okay, I could have made it to 150, but I stopped. I didn't need anything. Right now, my Hawkeye is uh, 150. So, do you do you actually believe that there's no increase in time for the XP? There was none. Like you, so, do you think they just said that to see how many people would jump back on and start playing before they some, the, some people the switch? Some people are saying that on the I see. I did this before I got the new system. I literally got okay. it before the new system. I okay. So I leveled up my character before I got the new system. So I didn't level up on the on the new system. Some people on the new system saying it is slower. When I was in the old system, I didn't have any. I was going up two to three levels just as fast as I was before. Okay, no no difference whatsoever. Going back to this gear, people falling through the ground. I get this health glitch galore. Health glitch galore. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst thing that's happening. It's happening more now than it was happening before. Okay. I can't, I can't, I can't. These little, these little bugs and glitches that were gone. Okay, so in September last year, we had gears dropping like this, where it was dropping low, it was fixed, and they're like, "Oh, we we fixed it," and it's still in the game, right? I I I got it today, right? Other people, other streamers, I went in their chat. I was like, "Yeah, that's what happened to me." They're like, "Oh yeah, I got it too," and they weren't they weren't upset about it, but I am upset about it because you're giving me a product. That we've we've told. I know I've report. I reported this myself in September last year. Okay, there's a problem also going on right now. If you play Challenge One, okay, it's like being on Challenge Four. I went to a Mega Hive on Challenge One because there's no reason to play a Mega Hive at any other difficulty level, right? There's no difference in the drop rates or anything that happens. I just wanted to go through as fast as I possibly can to make it instead of three hours. I want to go through it like two hours and thirty minutes or twenty minutes. Okay, I go through. I get one tapped, lose my first guy. Next guy, two tapped. I'm like, what is happening here, right? This was a bug in the game in September and October last year where if you played a lower level area, it made it feel like it was a, like it, it almost felt like a challenge four, okay? Like super amped up, you would get killed. Plus you get the health glitch. And the health glitch is once you get hit, all your black bars disappear off of your all, off of your health bar, and it like moves over all the way to the right side. So you get tapped once, and then you get hit again, and the whole thing just disappears, and you're dead. Well, in the Mega Hive, if you die, you're dead, and you got to move on to the next character. So it's a little frustrating, right? It's happening again now with, on the new system, and I'm like, so is this is this the same build that was on? So 
here's my frustration. If you're a new player, you probably won't know any of this, right? You're like, oh, this seems like a really fun game and having a great, and I'm glad you're having a blast, okay? But I tested the game out for you for the last seven months, okay? And we went through all these problems for the last seven months. And now on the new system, I am now going through the exact same problems that I had when the game first launched on its second launch. And this irritates me just a bit, just a bit. That makes you, that makes you calf, Captain Alpha Beta. That's right. <laughs> Captain you, you are, Alpha yeah. Beta. <laughs> you're, you're Captain Alpha Beta. That's what, that's what you are. You play the game when it first comes out, even though it's, they say it's a, it's just, it's really out. It's not really out. It's an alpha. It's a beta. You're Captain Alpha Beta. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated with it because just the, it's these little things. It's these little things that are, that are happening. I'm like, ah. Oh, I thought we were over this, man. I thought we were progressing. I thought we were taking steps forward, and now we're taking two steps forward, three steps back. Okay, and that—that's basically it. I just want to—I just want to. My frustration is, is that there's a Janet Jackson song. That is, I know Paula Abdul. It's Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul. Yeah, it's the cat video. She's got the animated cat. Yes. yes. Yeah. Animated two cat, steps right, forward, right. three mm. steps back. Mm. Opposites attract. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, I used to watch that video right before uh, it, it aired, right before American Gladiators back in the day, uh, which was a fantastic show as well. Yeah, American Gladiators I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. Actually, an underrated game on the NES, the American, American Gladiator. Gladiators game, right? The yeah. hardest Must one be, was the be. fucking hamster wheel ball that you had, to, you had to go over. Well, actually, it wasn't on the NES. It was on the uh, Super NES. Super NES. This is, a, this, this is a vicious segue stay on task yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry well i'm, I'm kind of done with the marvel avengers i just wanted to vent a little bit that here we are seven months later and we're we're at ground zero again we're at we're at the same place we were september i i don't i don't really understand the the foot that they have the stand on when they say that they're working on something i'm curious to know like like I, I still want to know the the process involved and what the coding is for a game like this. Like I, I I get stuff like this is difficult. The part the part that gets me is is this, and this is this is the serious part about it is before developers had the ability to patch a game on the fly, before that was a thing, mm -hmm. they had to make sure that whatever product was shipped was the best product it could possibly be because there was no fixing it. Now, I'll take into account that maybe... Oh, there are games that were broke, but they were broke. They were broke. Yeah. Right? But now maybe I give them the benefit of the doubt that things are a little bit more complex. And, and by the way, they are more complex because they decided to make it more complex. They had to go the route of pretty, pretty bang, bang. Right? It wasn't like a steady increase. Like, we had jumps. Like what the system could do, what the first person shooter could do, jumps. And so I'm sure it's very taxing for coders to make a 10 second clip takes some six months. Like I get the whole time management thing, but the ability to patch on the fly has removed any responsibility for finishing a product before you release right. it. Ah, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Right. And, and the, the serious part about it is we really don't have any protection against any of that. 
Like, you tell us what it is, you show us a cool trailer, you get some streamer to play it live, a special build, so it looks really badass. You sell a bunch of pre-orders, everyone gets it, it don't fucking work. Right? And you don't have you don't have a way out. You don't right. have an it's not there's it's no not what you said it is. Yeah, it's no not what you said us. it is. I want a refund. Now, <laughs> of course there's refunds, but there's refunds only after a massive massive a strike of people or lawyers get involved and then there's an email set about oh we're going to allow we're going to allow refunds like that's like you're giving us a gift right like you telling me i'm allowed to get a refund is not the way consumer protection works on shitty products if you sell me something that's not working as intended i get to return it i'm sorry i don't like it but we don't have that yeah and that's the part that bothers me we're in this trap now where we don't own it at all and now you're patching along the way and i still don't own it and then you decide when you feel like it you know what game's not really pulling in the numbers that we wanted so i'm just going to take it off the servers and you guys can't play it anymore period well you're 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 going into one of the other topics which i don't want to jump into just yet i want to finish up with marvel right so scott amos the head of crystal dynamics Okay, the title says Crystal Dynamics was humbled by Marvel's Avengers Rocky launch and says it's listening to feedback. Okay, Crystal Dynamics studio head Scott Amos has said that Marvel Avengers development team is proud of its accomplishments and acknowledges that the game is going through a rough patch and that it's been humbled by the Rocky launch. Speaking to the Game Informer, Amos uh, reiterated that the studio has been paying attention to the feedback and listening to the complaints and criticism. All of this, all I hear is like the, the teacher from fucking the peanuts. Wah, 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 wah. Crystal Dynamics has also apparently done a lot of homework and taken notes from all the other high-profile launches that didn't go well, such as Destiny and Anthem. Oh, did you? Did you take notes? Did you did you take and, and you've done a lot of homework? Because you're literally making the exact, the exact same mistakes as every other looter that came out before you in the last six years. Every single one? Every but, single but one. You, but to be fair, every single one of those did very, very well. Right. Right. They all did very well. They were all trash fires when they came out, but so many people bought them, they did very well. Right. So it says, quote, we listened. So so, so they're listening to the, the, the correct instructions because right. they made— Here's the they, template. They are, they, are, they, are, they are lower. They are lower. They made all that they were going to make— after six games doing the same shit to people, this is the amount of money that <laughs> right? they were going to make at the time. This is exactly what, this is how I think it played out in my head, right? They saw Destiny launch, they saw Division launch, they saw all these other games launch. They started, they're like, hey, what about if we made a game like that with Marvel and made the exact same thing where we just fix it as it goes along? They're like, brilliant, let's do it, right? Yeah, we'll just, we'll just stretch them along for six years, right? So it says, quote, we listen, we really do. Amos said to Game Informer, quote, we hear what you guys are saying. We hear what the press is saying. We want the media is saying. And we, our job is to take all of that, process that, good and bad, and we're going to say, how do we use that to help us adjust our philosophy? Well, your philosophy should have been, the game's not done. Let's not release it. That's what your philosophy should have been. Just That's the first one. Morals, and, and I don't care, budgeting, like, you should have looked at it and said, we're not done with it. We shouldn't launch it, okay? Amos calls but, the lesson. Go ahead. Budgets. Budget's a budget, bro. When you're out of money, the publisher says it's got to go. 
right? You're out of money, right? According to or or you're out of the money that's designated for that time period before the release. Like we're out of the money to pay full-time employees, full staff to do the job, right? At some point, you got to cut it off, right? So right. some business guy's going to tell you this, right? But the but once again, it goes back to what I was saying. So beforehand, I guess they could know how to budget better and they knew that if the game wasn't properly done before we released it, we would be fucked. Now it's if it's not properly released, don't worry about it. We got you later. Right, we'll, right, we'll get it later. Okay. <clears throat> he says, he calls the lessons in Marvel Avengers' troubled launch, painful learnings that the studio plans to apply to future projects. Future projects? Like, what in, future project are you going to have? In this, in Marvel or like other other projects? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Are you working on another game already? Right. Like, right. Are, your, your future projects, like, you're already into something else before this trash fire is actually put out? We're doing another game? <laughs> so, or are you talking about, like, the DLC yeah, I, for the game we're talking right. about? He admitted yeah, they're not that— very, they're, not very, they're not very specific. My, you know, I could say few, my future projects, bro. I right? have plenty of future projects. And, 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 and in reality, my future projects are uh, playing a game, uh, whacking the pud, uh, getting a coffee, <laughs> and going to bed. Those are my future projects. Working on them, though. Like, you are working yeah, on them. I, I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay, he says he admitted that the team, though, uh, it was fully prepared for launch, okay, and only to realize that they were so many things as it was ready for. It also attributed to a lot of games' troubles to COVID-19. Of course, let's blame let's blame the thing. Now, hold up a second. Before we just lump it all into COVID-19, before we even get to that point, this game was supposed to launch in August of 2019, August of 2019. No shot. And then they postponed it till May of 2000. Uh, yeah, 2020. Okay. In January of 2020, they postponed it from May to September. COVID wasn't even a thing at that moment in our in our in our country. Wasn't even a thing. Okay. Talks about it over there, but we had no idea what it was going to do to the country at that time. They postponed it already, meaning they were already way, way behind. Okay. Then, again, this is my speculation, Sarge, right? Then they saw the boom. Everyone was home. Everybody was stuck in their, in their, in their, uh, their houses. Uh, uh, Call of Duty was making $1.3 billion in their sleep. Fortnite was making a billion dollars and they went, let's say we're going to release it in September. Okay. During the new systems. Then they said, oh, well, the new systems aren't coming out right away. So, but we're still going to launch it and we'll talk about the new systems later, which is now. Okay. One year and two months after. Okay. When they originally said they were delaying the game in May. Okay. And they wanted to get a piece of that pie. They wanted a piece of that pie of everyone sitting at home in the pandemic that's like, yeah, I'm home. I'm stuck. I want to buy I want to buy the game, right? But then they also got kicked out of their studio around May, June, okay, and said you have to work at home. And I totally understand it takes four times longer because I'm very frustrated sometimes here where I can't even download something. It's like like a dead standstill because of whatever reason I'm I'm at bay of the of the of the of the the internet company, okay? So he says, we all had our challenges that everybody had to suffer with last year of the working from home when we never we never done that before. And we certainly never launched the game that way before. And we realized how much harder it is not just to launch, but then support that. Now, up in the paragraph on top, he says, we learned our lesson, but yet down below, he says, 
we never worked from home before. We did this all flying by the seat of our pants, basically. Okay. Everything takes three or four times longer. Like, get a build made, get a build distributed to Q&A guys, get the bugs back, fix those bugs, get it retested just in time and impact, and then deploying of it. Has it been something has taken us a few months to get our, our, our sea legs under and understand that we can do it? Okay, so all right, so if I if I follow if I follow that logic, if before COVID you were delaying it six months, right? Then if 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 working from home is almost four times as long, then basically the game I'm going to be looking for will be ready in another two and a half years. Right. If it takes right. four times, four right. times as long, right. I'll see you in two and a half years when you guys get right. everything done, and I'll, I'll I'll look at it then. Beautifully stated. Because uh, if I it, get it. If it was May when it was supposed to launch and it got delayed to September, that's June, July, August, September. That's that's four extra months. Okay. They launched it then. Okay. Four times longer. That's an extra year. An extra year when it was supposed to launch, which would be like Wakanda time, which is next August. This August coming up. Okay. So even even when I'm, I'm calling it right now, and again, I'm not I'm not hating on the game because I, I like the game, but I can tell you right now that Wakanda comes out, nothing's going to be different except it's going to have more content in the game. It's going to have more content in the game, but it's going to have the same problems. It's going to have the same problems, and they're going to they're going to pull you along. I said this today on my on my stream. Drip feed content is terrible, and here's why. Okay. When people play a game, you buy a game on day one. It has, let's say, 8 to 12 to 15 hours, right? And then you grind it afterwards. Then they, they release one more mission, one more mission. So you've been playing the, the whole game, which is like, let's say, 50 missions, okay, with six characters for that six months, three months, right? And then they implement one new mission. What's everyone going to do? Everyone's, it's like putting 50 people through a doorway. Right. Everyone's going to play that one thing and then kill it within hours because they're going to be playing it nothing but that constantly. Yeah. Okay. And then they have to wait a month and then they implement something else and then they, they run through the, 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 the chopper. Okay. And people are like, oh, this is boring. Right. Because they don't have enough content. This is when you're always chasing. You're always chasing because you didn't give us enough content in the, in the, at the start. Okay, instead of waiting, having a bunch of stuff in the pipeline and then releasing stuff. I said from now on, they have to release multiple heroes and multiple like one giant chunk of content with at least three to four heroes because you can release a hero. But if I'm using that hero and the same old stuff that I've been playing for the last six months anyway, no one's coming back. Okay. I don't care if it's Spider-Man or Black Panther or Wolverine if you bring them in, okay? You have a new character. Yeah, you're hyped about it, but you're playing the same old content. Four missions is what they gave us inside uh, the, the new DLC. It's less than two hours, okay? At the end, it was like this cliffhanger that makes me think that the Cosmic Cube DLC that's coming out in June is the second half of what was supposed to come out for Clint right now, okay? 100%. 100%. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. That's exactly what it is. Okay. I, I I just this is just it, right? This is the whole beast of it. So COVID struck last year. We haven't even felt the wrath of what COVID has done to the video game industry. And so the next story is Gotham Knights. Okay. It's delayed. It's delayed till 
late 2021, maybe I mean, early but, 2022. But but let's but let's be honest. Everything we talked about all last year, from January to December, before the coup even happened, everything was delayed. Everything. So now we have now we have post coup or pre coup or in coup. Right. In right? coup. Yeah. So. So whatever you say about whatever game is like, yeah, I got I got something to say about X game, whatever that game we know it's delayed. Like we already know, like there's nothing coming out when it's supposed to come out. We got you. It's, everything's runs behind, especially now, especially now we know it's not coming out. But you have to understand that the the, the business model of the drip feed content doesn't work because the voraciousness of the fan base of the particular IP isn't going to wait, right? If you give them a crumb, they're going to destroy it, right. and they're going to move the fuck on. But what is the game at that point? Like, you want me engaged talking about your game, even though you've got nothing going on for as long as you can until we are tired of it, and then I go away, and then after so many drips you finally get something else for me to talk about instead of just shutting up finishing a piece of content and releasing it like a normal business would right hey here's wakanda here's black panther here's spider-man for the playstation people Here, here's she hulk or whoever you want to put in a couple heroes to put in and here's the next story in the game and like that's it right once a year right if you're going to continue the game like this i'll see you in september cool i have nothing to say about it but the constant stream of talking about what's coming. We hear you. This is coming out. That's coming out. This what what is it? Right. What 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 comes in the pretty box you keep talking about? Right. What am I getting what am I getting for Christmas? What am I getting for Christmas? So Gotham Lights is delayed. Bad uh Back for Blood is is delayed. Dying Light Two is delayed. Oh, back for back for Blood's the the Left for Dead game. The the the, right, uh, the that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah, maybe Halloween. Maybe Halloween. Yeah, actually, it is. It's coming out October twelfth yeah, or something like that. October twenty yeah. first, something like that. Yeah, right. So they're they're pushing that back. Gotham Knights uh, is delayed. Dying Light Two is delayed. Like all of these games are delayed. Dying, right? Dying Light Two has uh, has other issues going on though. They yeah, got it's got internal going issues, but I'm sure it all has to do with companies working at home. Right, I'm, I'm sure. Look, I'm not saying that the what's happening in the world is not partially to blame, but certain games are in the middle of their development cycle. Of course, are going to be affected more than the game that was supposed to be launched in May, which then got postponed six months, and now here we are waiting for that game to come out. And you, do you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but from 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 the stories that I've heard and developers that they talk about things, the last year of development is finishing up and projects and polishing. There should not be any major development happening in the last six months to a year of a game. If that's the end of the cycle, like we're we're polishing, we're fixing up, or it shouldn't be like, yeah, we got to hurry up and finish this level. Right. Like if you're finishing up a, a level or a, some kind of complex thing in the last year of development, you, we know it's not coming out. We know. We already know it's not coming out. It's fine. But... The tricks always are the, the trick. The same tricks are being used. We got a piece of content. We got to milk it out. We'll divide it up. We'll say it's this kind of story, and we'll use the other half, like you said, for the other half of the story that comes out later on down the road. Because we got to keep you on the hook, right? We right. got to keep you on the hook, right? I feel bad because they are abusing the Marvel license in order to keep people engaged. Chats already said it multiple times. 
if this game was I, anything else besides Marvel, yeah. it would have been dead day two. Dead. Dead. It would have went Lawbreaker. Yeah. Right? No one would have gave a shit. Right. If it was just XYZ title and it wasn't Marvel. Yeah. 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 It, it would have sounded it would have sounded amazing. Superpowers, get to make my own superhero. And then all of a sudden it's just like off a cliff. And everyone would be like, Oh, we're good. Next one. Yeah. All right. I want to I want to go into the I want to talk about the Assassin's Creed thing. Uh, you, you know a little bit more because you listened to the video. Um, I didn't have time to listen to it. So about the Assassin's Creed um, microtransactions and stuff in the game, Sarge. Give, give us a little info on that. I'm sorry. Say, it, say one more time. On the Assassin's Creed, the, the, the story with the, the Assassin's Bahala. Creed. Yeah, the, the Bahala. Bahala. Yeah. Yeah. So they, you know, Ubisoft pulled on Ubisoft. You know, they basically started putting in microtransactions for the armor sets. And because the game is structured where the silver is plentiful in the beginning of the game, but as you reach tail end of the game, the ways of receiving silver in the game is non-existent. So right. you basically taper, it tapers off. So then you basically have to pay the silver in order to get the armor sets that you want. So they made it look like a, a micro thing where they say, oh, it's only like 25 silver, but it's 25 per piece of armor. Right. And then it's an additional 100, 150 for the weapon. Right. So people like I know, for, I know people that play a lot of games where the cosmetics for your outfit, people change their costumes a lot. Right. It depends on how they feel <laughs> for that day. Like maybe they're dressing up for, they want to dress up as the evil knight. The next day they dress up as the holy warrior. Like they just keep changing costumes. So if you keep changing costumes, you're going to burn through the silver like within a month, probably. You won't even pay attention you'll, and you'll just burn it out. But once again, it's done. After the fact, after the after the reviews are out, after people have played the game, and instead of it just being part of the game where I explore, unlock some stuff, and right. I, it's a and single this, player game, right? Right, and this this is the part that gets me is like I don't even look at the silver at that point because it's a game that's meant to be played and you unlock things and change costumes, right? But they make it about the silver and then they say, well, the silver is able to get in the game, but really it's like hundreds of hours of playtime in order to get like 50 pieces of silver right as opposed to just buying it outright because you don't want to wait that long that's manipulation that's the standard ubisoft manipulation like i i, I what else you want to call it so once again everybody's open arms about it but it falls on deaf ears because we're past the point of the game being in the mainstream under right. the light we're talking right? about and stuff right right it's already done people have played it People have solved it. People have moved on. And now the people that are like trying to grind and go for things in the game are hit with this. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, I get it, but it all falls on deaf ears. Right. Well, that, and that, and there's not, there's not a, uh, a rebuttal uh, of a updated review, like after six months after review, right? There's the initial review <clears throat> before the microtransactions and stuff was in that's the game. All, that's all they have to get past. Right. That's so all they have to get past. someone that's new that maybe didn't play the game right away, looks up reviews and they see it, then they buy the game and they're like, oh, this, right. wasn't, this wasn't spoken of inside this, right? There, there's, there's no, there's no, um, uh, continuous review of these games it's already once it's out there now they can change it and how they however they want to do stuff right so they put they put in they put in stuff in the game after the fact um when it wasn't there in the, in the originally which is dirty right it's 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 a shady it's a shady practice they've done it before it's nothing new but you know i guess but see this i don't i don't like to compare apples and oranges here because 
it's the same type of technique where it's the game is long on purpose and you give me things to buy that shortcut the game. Like you made the game artificially long and then I buy an XP booster because the game's too long. Right. Like they manufacture a problem and then sell you a solution. Sell the like solution. it's all shady. It's all shady. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm more worried about I'm more I'm more worried about outriders. Well, that's I'm more I'm I'm, I'm more worried about outriders. I I want this is a good good conversation to switch over to it, right? So Here's the thing. I know Outriders. Uh, there's a lot of people that are going to get defensive in chat because they love Outriders. And I want to like Outriders, right? And my my example that I have here is everyone knows that I've always talked about Destiny as my stripper ex-girlfriend, right? Which I never had originally. I've never had a stripper ex-girlfriend, okay? But Destiny is that stripper ex-girlfriend, right? It was this bad relationship that I came after, a long relationship that I was in with my Destiny ex-stripper ex-girlfriend. And now... I'm looking, I, I had some rebounds, right? I went other places to, 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 to go out a little bit. But now I'm looking to settle down again, right? And Outriders is coming up, and I'm looking at Outriders. Seems real nice. Outriders seems like a nice, a nice game, okay? It seems like something I could sit down with and enjoy and, and hang out with for a bit and go on nice little long little trips where I can just forget about my woes, okay? But internally i can't trust outriders because in the back of my mind destiny destiny hurt me right not just destiny but division and division 2 and anthem and fallout 76 and all of these other games as service games took advantage of us right and now i'm looking at outriders and even though outriders is not a games as service game i don't trust it and i know this is just me myself right I just feel like this something else has to drop, okay? Something else has to drop where I don't think there's anything bad with it. I think the game is going to be a full-fledged game. I do. I think it's going to be a 30-40 hour campaign. I think it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be fine. I think the 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 loop in the game itself I think is fine. I think they even have my weapon system where you can level up weapons, right? I'm like, "Holy Christ, they have my weapon system in there up to a certain point." I think that's great. But for just some reason, I just, I can't. And I know I'm struggling by myself here. What, what do you think of this uh, scenario, Sarge? I'm playing, I'm playing the psychological war game here, man. The game was supposed to come out. They couldn't get the pre-order numbers that they wanted. They went into panic mode. They made a deal with Microsoft. Speculation, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't call this speculation. I call it a month before you release. You don't have pre-order numbers. Follow the follow the breadcrumbs. Oh no, I follow the breadcrumbs. Right? I said it way okay. before the breadcrumbs were even there. That, that, that's fine. So you you have a game, got a good premise, a lot of fire though. People can't see a lot of the shit through the smoke and fire, right? Good game, can't get a backing of it, so nobody pre-ordered it. You panic. You release a demo, which wasn't a demo. You know, it was the full game. Right. It's the full game right? just locked off. Right. Just locked off, right? So they released the game to try to get a little bit more people involved, right? Still, because of all the bullshit that we've been punished this last four, four years now, people are just like, ah, whatever. And then they panic. They go, we don't have enough pre-orders. So we don't know. We don't know that we're going to sell these games. So now they cut a deal with Microsoft. It goes on Game Pass, right? So there's some kind of money automatically there for a long-term contract, whatever. But my question now is, if Outriders is a complete game, right. as they say it is, and it's on Game Pass, 
How do they then make money? How do the developers yeah. how do make, they make money? Money. So they have to come out with either DLC or they have to come out with microtransactions. Some sort of some sort of transaction. Something, right, something some sort has of transaction. to come out. Otherwise, because yeah. uh, if because if, if listen, if it's all if it's all bells and whistles, who wants to release a game? Right. I'll just go to Game Pass Day One. I got an idea for a game. Just throw it on Game Pass. I'll I'll take my check. Throw it throw it on Game Pass. Let's move on. I don't understand how that's going to work. Right? If if you guys you guys said it's a complete game, we we're ready, we're behind it, and the developers are all gung ho. I'm with you, but you just didn't get pre-orders. So does that mean automatically you guys go into panic mode? Like that's the old school way. They right. they, they talk about themselves like they're old school gamers. Old school gamers is we have an idea. I put the game out there, and if it doesn't hit day one or week one, I don't go into panic mode. Right. I just, wait to see word right. of mouth. Right. Who likes the game? Who's talking about the game? Like there's a whole list of shit that has to happen. These guys based it completely on pre-order. We didn't hit our pre-order numbers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Push the button. Push the button. Yeah, they. We they, don't know. They, 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 here's what they said. Out, it says Outriders Dev explains their old school approach to game with no microtransactions or battle pass. Now, here, I, I, I'm calling shenanigans. Here, here, here's, here's, here's. The, before I even read this article, I haven't read it yet. Right? They, the, the devs are using this old school mentality because you got to think about it. A lot of people that are playing games right now, especially in the last six years, that were they were six years old, now they're twelve. Maybe they're they were ten, and now they're eighteen or, or whatever. All yep. they know is unfinished games microtransactions yes. not a finished product yes. and they're coming back with an old school thing right so here's an article the article is from gaming bolt okay it says outriders is now a month away well a little less than a month this one was this article this was in uh this is march 1st when they did this march 1st they said this outriders is now a month away after a few delays and the games developer has been marketing the path to talk about it even before the recent turn of promotion people can fly have done all they could to stay away from using the live service terminology around the game now they've explained their old school approach to outriders was built in extensive q a round round table uh interview with the press transcribed uh the lead game designer uh now which uh, was asked about the lack of any kind of battle pass system or microtransactions. He says he aimed with a title that was was created something in what they coined the old school. I like how they they coined it the old school way. You mean the you mean the the normal way of actually making a game back in the day. Uh, way meaning that they aim for Outriders to be a complete experience at launch and delivering for a whole product without ongoing element. He does say, though, that they are open to creating more content down the line, which has been mentioned before in pledging that not abandoning the game after launch, but it also still would lack an ongoing uh, element. Now, quote, I will say I decided to go old school approach where we just uh, going to the game is giving it to the players, not thinking about microtransactions, game pass and things like that. At some point, it was easier for us to think about our game that way just delivering the whole product and we're calling that the old school approach and we're aware that the most games right now approach that difficulty but is believed players will like that approach of course it doesn't close us for the option to future to just add content but not like that microtransaction or game pass more like the bigger components that can come in by play, uh, if players will be interested want to go deeper into the world play in the world and we love what we can create with enoch is the world that we want to, be, uh, to build and add additional elements for that but not at the form of microtransactions or game passes uh, it's just a different mindset when we're thinking about the game now mind you this is on march 1st this interview was done before game pass 
before they even signed for Game Pass, before they announced Game Pass, before they even the leak of Game Pass even came out about them going to Game Pass. Now, all right, okay, okay, one sec. So, let's say it goes over. Let's say let's say a bunch of people on Game Pass start playing it, right? Let's just say it. But a bunch of people start playing it because it's on Game Pass, right? So, if the game is successful and it's a complete game during this time of kerfuffle. How long do you think it's going to take to come out with DLC for Outriders? Ballpark it, bro. Everything's delayed. Right. Four times as long, right? Everything's delayed. So either you already have stuff in the pipeline because I'm assuming you, you thought your game might do well. And they also had two, Otherwise, de two delays also on top of that. Right? Two delays, yeah. Otherwise, you have to make it now. And it, how long is it going to take to make a DLC and then release it? So now here's the, here's the trick. The trick is if Outriders is good, great. But is, is Outriders good enough and have a game loop that's repeatable for long-term play while they make a DLC to come out at an undisclosed time later on right. and keep it relevant? Right. See, in my mind, this is going to go off a cliff. People are going to play it. Great game. It's cool. Falls off. And then at some point, maybe, just maybe, they can pull off a Monster Hunter where they come out with a DLC and then a bunch of people are like, cool, more Outriders. And then they go back into it. But at that point, what's that DLC? Right. You're selling it, you're selling it to me, right? Or is it on Game Pass? <clears throat> no no one's forgetting the PC and PlayStation players uh, giant, right? We, we understand. They had a total, a total. This is their number. I'm not making this number up. Two million people played the demo. That's across PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Two million people played the demo okay wasn't enough that is still not enough of what they had now out of the two million people let's just say 20 percent pre-ordered okay hell let's just say 50 percent pre-ordered a million people pre-ordered the game okay that's across all platforms that's before they announced game pass now there are people that are keeping their pre-order even if it's coming out for game pass because they want to support the company good on you okay the deal with game pass is a completely different beast to PC and PlayStation because there's on day one, there's 18 million people potentially can play Outriders alone on Xbox. There's never going to be 18 million people playing Outriders on PlayStation and there's not going to be 18 million people playing it on PC ever, ever, okay? It will die off before it ever hits that number. Now, combined total, could they sell 18 million copies? Sure, within a year or so okay you're not gonna have opening weekend 18 million copies sold okay 18 million copies can be played on xbox right now you can play it on your cell phone you can play it on your tablet you can play it on your console that's a lot of eyeballs okay i'm not playing i'm not i'm not i'm not, I'm not pre-ordering i'm playing on game pass day one okay because there's 18 million people that could potentially buy their game now okay if they can sell, now there was a stat that we talked about a couple days ago on my stream, 20% more people are buying microtransactions and stuff because of Game Pass. Well, if Outriders is a enclosed game, and that's it, that's 18 million people that are not going to pay for anything for Outriders, and yet Microsoft paid them money up front to be on game pass for what so they could get more subscription models for people to try the game no they did this deal because 
they're going to have DLC for Outriders, 100% guaranteed. They are going to have some sort of free or paid battle pass where you don't have to buy the battle pass, but it'll sure be there, okay? Because they have to make money. Otherwise, PlayStation and PC are not going to float them off of 2 million copies sold. Okay, you can't shit on Marvel Avengers for only selling 3.7 million copies and then say it's a success for for uh, for Outriders to sell 2 million copies. You see what I'm saying? They have to, because of the amount of money they got paid up front, they are definitely going to make DLC for Game Pass so they can sell microtransactions. Just last week, you guys were arguing with me that they're not selling the Hell Ranger pack. Okay, and I said they are selling the Hell Ranger pack, and everyone's like, "No, they never said that." Thirty, and here they are selling the Hell Ranger pack for a ten percent discount for everybody that's on Game Pass, right? Some of you guys can't see anything because of your love of stuff. Okay, they have to make money on stuff. Okay, they have to sell DLC. They have to sell stuff. So them saying that they're not going to be selling any kind of battle pass or microtransactions, I can't. I can't, I can't call listen to that bullshit. I, I call yeah, bullshit. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't listen to that statement, right? And the and the fact that they get to say that out loud to an interviewer, to to some journalist, and they print it, and everyone goes, "Oh, that sounds good." They're not going to do that to us. I get it. Uh, so so how is it you made your money? How is it? How is you guys are going to have a long term game with money to float in order to support another DLC? I'm curious. What once again. I always like to know what kind of deal Game Pass is, right? Because they have retention numbers, they have projected sales projected for the game, cross platforms. And so if 2 million wasn't enough, the possibility of 18 million sounds better, but what is the cut? Like, what are you getting that you say, okay, so now I get my money and now I can take a percent of this money and start making DLC. You have to, otherwise, how does it work? How how do they continue to keep going? Right. You can't you you can't say in one breath that we're not selling any microtransactions or game or battle passes. We're doing it old school. Okay. I'm listening, old school gamer. Right. You didn't you right. didn't sell your game. You didn't sell a hard copy of it, even though you can buy a hard copy. You're on Game Pass and you're not gonna charge anything. So I'm curious how this yeah, works. How, how are they making their money? How are they making the money to one third of the population that's buying their game? How are they making money on that platform? Uh, the deal must be good. I, I I have to imagine, I have to imagine that the projected numbers are closer to the four million that it's they were looking for. It's four to five million. I would I would assume. Right. Yeah. Right. The, the projected numbers are close to the four or five million. So the 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 cut that they would be getting it would be closer to that. Yeah. Otherwise, why go to Game Pass? Right. And why right? would Microsoft sign them? Right. Because right. Microsoft wants to make money off of them, and well, they get thir- and they get thirty percent of everything they sell off of them. That, that's correct, and Microsoft would want them to stay on there to of make course. something else in order to sell a product. Correct? Right. Yeah, of course. Well, do, okay, so then, so then, them saying that they're not going to make anything or sell anything is a complete lie. Yeah, we'll we'll see. This is a bald-faced lie. And of course, Giant, I'm going to play it. I'm a streamer. I play looter shooters. I play looters, and I don't have to buy it. Of course, I'm going to play it. Mm. Of course, I'm going to play it. Just me, me criticizing something on a podcast talking about the industry doesn't mean I'm shitting on the game. I'm giving information of lies that are being told in the industry, okay? Me talking about Outriders in this form 
people are sending me articles of stuff that were sold before the deal of Game Pass. You guys were arguing me last week that they're not selling the Hellranger Pass, which they are. All right. Like, I'm just saying the facts of stuff. And I tell what they what the, what they say in an article and what happens in real business. Okay. You can't sign up for a Game Pass deal and not ask for where they're making their money from. Because the amount of people that buy it off Xbox is nowhere going to be near what they would have sold if they didn't go to Game Pass, okay? More eyeballs on Game Pass, so they're like, all right, we have 18 million. Uh, there's a 20% a turnaround of 18 million people that are actually playing the game. How do we make money off these people now? Because you're going to pay for Game Pass regardless if that game was on or not. You're still paying for Game Pass. So them pay, having on Game Pass is not going to make it extremely more, more profitable for them just because a third-party IP that no one knows about is going to make it more popular. So... So is Outriders Anthem or is Outriders Monster Hunter? I hope I hope Outriders is Monster Hunter. Right, right. I, do. I don't know what the end game is. I don't know I what do. the end game is. I do hope I, it's Monster Hunter. I'm, I'm hoping it's Monster Hunter. I'm hoping it's Monster Hunter. I, listen, I, I listen. I don't want a developer to fail. I want the publisher to fail. I don't want the developer to fail. Okay. As a matter of fact. I'm under I'm under the impression now since it's it's getting to be total total chaos now anyway with microtransactions. I think that the developers need to unionize and they need to sell the publisher their game, but any microtransaction that they sell inside the game is theirs, not the publisher. Right. Because the publisher bought the rights to their game. Microtransactions are part of the game. They're surprise mechanics. They're not part of the game. Right. They're just stuff fun that has fun stuff that happens. I get to buy it. So <laughs> if the developers let them the transactions go to the developer whatever microtransaction they sell developer gets publisher gets their cut just like they do normally for sell for publishing a game and by the way uh i don't know if we can actually call them publishers anymore uh because uh they don't print anything and they don't make anything and they don't have shelf space for anything and they don't promote anything <laughs> right so could someone please tell me what the publisher is doing besides giving them money to make the game because if that's all they're doing then i definitely want to start a kickstarter and i definitely want to fund a game yeah because i definitely want to fund a game by citizenship yeah, pub publishers don't even need to Absolutely. publish the actual game anymore just they like just like they, musicians just like musicians don't need to publish music anymore they don't need right. the, the, that's why taylor swift is making a gazillion dollars because she doesn't have to sign with anybody she just releases her music whenever she feels like it right right so what 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 exactly is the publisher doing for them like what oh you're my buddy we're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna promote you we're gonna say so where's outriders publisher what's he doing what's he doing for outriders what's square what's, enix is the same publishers as, as marvel adventures so what what are they doing? Are they dropping the ball? I mean, I did see some good trailers, but then I, all of a sudden I saw like nothing. I don't I don't know what you guys are doing. Look, they got their money up front from Xbox. They're gonna make their, their pre-orders that they got from PlayStation and from from PC. I hope it does well. I enjoyed the demo that I played. I think that the leveling system is 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 good. I think the weapon system is good because hell, I've 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 talked about that leveling system way before for five years. Outriders was even a fucking glimpse in someone's eye. Okay, before they even came up with it. Um, so I wanted to do good. I just I'm calling shenanigans that they're not going to have any kind of battle pass, microtransactions, or DLC. Now, obviously, they said if it does well, they're going to make DLC. Bullshit! You got DLC ready to go. You have to. You better. 
You better have DLC ready to go. Right. Otherwise, where does the game go? If if I reach end game and the hardcore people are, the hardcore people are going to reach end game within the first couple weeks. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Does anybody have anything on their plate right now? Like, no. what game are you playing they're, right they're, now? They're like, gonna, a hardcore game? Look, there's people that have 400 hours into a demo. 400 yeah. hours into a demo that's only seven levels. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're going to burn through this game super fast. You're going to know if Endgame is good real sure. fast. Real yeah, fast. Yeah. Real fast. Well, but but that's that's one of the perks. We have we have unemployed gurus sitting at home waiting to burn through this game. They, the developers. Uh, e that's fine. Yeah, the developers even said in a statement, they said, look, don't grind the game like you're doing the demo right now. Just play through the campaign for the best experience because exotics will drop for you they're telling people right. that because they they don't want people just to sit at level seven and just kill a captain over and over again right they're like play through the game you'll get the exotics you'll get it you'll get the exotics uh, so end game's gonna be crucial man the expedition's gonna be crucial look i i said this months ago i said that they have to have stability stability the 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 gear has to have reasons and the end game has to be good. If they hit those three things, they they've nailed it, right? So we'll we'll see. Now, what I think is funny is Outriders, okay? Uh, I like the devs because the devs are pretty funny, okay? Outriders dev promotes permanent permanently branding cheaters with a HUD watermark to expose their cheating ways, okay? And I think this is oh, pretty wait, I want to hear this. This, this I is pretty funny, this. all right? So People Could Fly has issues with stark, uh, stark warnings to those who cheat in Outrider's demo, vowing the brand their HUD with a watermark if they keep it up and the game launches proper. Now, it says, quote, we can see you all, unquote, the Polish studio said in a post on Reddit. Yes, even the person that gave themselves 600 legendary weapons. <laughs> Since the Outriders demo launched, cheating has been a wholly debated topic. Pro Who cares? It's, it's a PvE game. But progress right. made in the demo carries forward into the main game. So there's a concern among legitimate players that the balance of the looter shooter will be thrown in chaos by cheating already done in the demo. People Can Fly said that the demo hit 2 million players to identify 200 who had clearly cheated, which is a 0.01%. Okay. The studio said it expected a per this percentage will not grow by much. Outriders uh, moves through the launch on 1st of April and beyond, but it wanted to outline the steps it was taking to make sure everyone's uh, playing ball. Now, cheaters who identify by the developer will see an account wipe uh, repercussions, not a character specific. Cheaters won't be able to matchmake with legit players either. And matchmaking will be take significantly longer. So if you're a cheater, you will never ever play with anybody, basically. They're, they're telling you right now, if you cheated in any way, shape, or form, if you gave yourself one legendary weapon, you have to wipe your whole, your whole game and start from scratch when the game comes out. Otherwise, you will never get into a match with anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. So far, I'm okay with it. Yeah, Please continue. That's why I'm reading the article. Cheaters will still be able to play solo, but in the future, the HUD will have a discreet but visible watermark placed on it so the gameplay footage created on their account can be identified as coming from a flagged account. People Can Fly said all accounts will be checked for evidence for cheating used on launch day and then a regular intervals post-launch. Okay, any, lo any accounts logged found to evidence of cheating of them or uh, after launch day will be permanently branded, People Can Fly said, as a cheater. They're pretty clear, but what they, they cheated during the demo just to try it out but wish to go into the main game un unbranded, 
you have to leave. If you just tried it, just to cheat once to get the one of the weapons, gone. Right. So people, people fly said that if this is you, you must delete all your characters and items on your entire account in order to wipe the slate clean. Okay, you gotta, you gotta take some pens, three hail marys, and uh, and uh, you know, six hail fathers. Yeah, yeah right. I got it. So quote, you should not carry any prog uh, progress between demo and main game if you're previously cheated, but do not plan to do so in the main game. People can fly say. So what counts as cheating in Outriders? People can fly issued a list. Okay, intentionally running the game on PC without easy anti-cheat. That's that's cheating. Modifying game files to enhance the cheaters' levels, skills, inventory, etc. Extremely uh, externally modifying the game's time to reduce the time dependent features such as vendors and challenges. So if you did that time glitch, you cheated. If you have thirty-five fucking things right now, you you, you just you just uh, did two hundred hours of legendary, but you you changed your clock once. Delete all that shit because they're going to make you a cheater. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. Using a trainer program or similar to gain advantage within the game, you're a cheater. And using gameplay alternating programs such as aimbots or wall hacks, you're also a cheater. Players who are regularly kicked by multiplayer hosts shortly after joining may also be manually reviewed as an additional anti-cheat, anti-grief uh, safeguard. People can fly, say, using a performance tweaking software such as Rivatune, uh, for example, to improve personal game experience is not considered cheating. Go ahead, Sarge. So is it is it just because is it just because they're using a different engine? That they're able to identify cheaters in such a prolific way, and and if that's possible that you can identify who's using aimbot and who's using whatever, and yet they know, they know. Then I have a question for another developer, <laughs> which I will not mention at this time. I want to know what the difference is. If they're able to pick it out, if they're able to actually prove it, if they're able to put a watermark on your fucking screen, so anytime you try to do videos, it just says fucking cheater yeah. on, on the yeah. side of the yeah. screen. Like, I'm curious. I'm curious. If it if if that actually works, what's the deal? Right. Well, what I what's what the I, deal? Well, Weezy, they they did clarify, but what I'm saying is they 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 say if you if you did it, you are gonna get that watermark on your on your thing, right? You can get under review if you just tried it, but if you're a cheater, they're going to put this watermark. So if you're a YouTuber or if you're a streamer and you're playing the game and you did the cheat and you refuse to do it, you're going to have a watermark across your thing. That's hilarious. Did they just update it again? All right, hold on. Let me see. That, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. If that actually works, if that actually works, I will laugh my ass off. Where's this? Uh, where'd, you, where'd you put it, Wheezy? Outriders, there it is. All right, let me read this. Okay, externally modifying game time to reduce the time-dependent features such as vendors and challenges. Uh, does this also count if you have purchased the items from the vendors? I was doing this to try to understand the percent, but I did I did a 24-hour check and reminds uh, and items never appeared in the shop. If I have to delete everything, honestly, no big deal. Just trying to prevent myself from having this to buy the game twice or something. If you previously did this in the demo, you're okay because it uh, we hadn't yet made it clear uh not to uh if anyone does it going forward they're flagged okay so but i love i love the fact that they're doing this to the people that put 600 <laughs> legendary <laughs> like, but, but, why? but honestly why yeah, but, okay but, but let, let's play devil's advocate i'm a cheater right i go for i i use every cheat possible i play the game that's how i play right what what is it 
What does it do to me? What does it do to me? It, it doesn't I do anything. Just... I, I, I can't play with anybody. It's right. a single player game. Right. Right. I, I, you have a watermark on the screen. Cool. I'm going to burn through your game, play it, and then throw it in the back of the, throw it in the trash. I, right. I, I play the game and I'm done with it. Like, so if they're so adamant, I'm trying to identify cheaters in a single player <laughs> game. Okay. In a single player game. Then once again, where are you, Bungie? <laughs> where are you? What I what I love about this, I I so want someone to do an Outriders build demo. Like a, it's it's just a new a new stream that no one knows about yet. Starts to make Outrider like uh, builds and leg, legendary stuff. And he doesn't give a shit. He's just got that watermark across his thing. Right. So doesn't everyone care. Knows, does, just doesn't, doesn't care. care. I would love, I would love, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Okay. Look, look, I applaud. I applaud people can fly. I think their, their oh. sense of humor and stuff is, is, is fantastic, right? Like, I, I hope this game is good. I don't like the state of the industry the industry's in, okay? People can fly is trying to change that up with their game, right? Everyone went left. They're like, hey, we're going to go right and see if it works out for us. And so far, the pre-orders didn't work out for them, right? So they thought the demo would bring in more people. It didn't work out for them, okay? They had to go with Game Pass. I think it's going to work out for them, okay? And I think they're going to make DLC. And I already said it last week in the big book of Bull, okay? I said six months or less, they will have DLC in that game, okay? In six months or less, they will have DLC in that game. So, look... I love it. I love that they're doing this for 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 this type of stuff. Um, and obviously, the, the branding the branding of cheaters is funny, and only making cheaters play cheaters is even more hilarious. Right. I look I, again. If you're a person out there right now, you you're watching this after the fact, and you're a YouTuber that wants to make some videos, and you're a cheater. Do it. I want to see that watermark. I want to see that watermark, and you just don't give two shits. You're yeah. like, here's the legendary thing in this game. This is what it is. Here's a build video, blah, blah, blah. I would love to see it. I'd be like, man, this brought... You got a sub for me. Whoever you are right now, if you do this, you got a sub for me. I, I'll, I'll watch your videos all the time. Just just to support the I don't give a shit mentality. <laughs> the 600... I love that they said that, though, in the, in the, in the, in the statement. They said, we see everyone, Lego. even you, the person who did 600 legendary, gave themselves 600 legendaries. That, that's... <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, okay. Next story. <clears throat> Micro Microsoft is in exclusive talks to acquire Discord. Okay. What does this mean for... What does this mean for Skype, Sarge? Uh, deal vaulting chat app. $10 billion or more could be uh, uh, completed next month. All right. Microsoft Corporation is in advanced talks to acquire uh, messaging platform Discord Inc. for $10 billion, which is $3 billion more than what they're asking for, Sarge. Microsoft's like, look, you asked for seven. We're giving you 10. Okay. And they're like, uh, let's think about it. <laughs> so, so they don't say no. Right. So they don't so they don't say no. They want listen, they are building guys, focus. They're building the foundation. You've been talking about this for over a year. All right. I'm on board with it. I'm just putting the pieces together. They're building the foundation for where Xbox and Microsoft are going to go in gaming. Right. Well, this this would be huge if Microsoft picks them up. How, how bad is the accountant? How bad is the accountant in that it, 
that, that he undervalued well, his it, own it, company by four by three four billion, billion three, dollars. Three billion dollars. Yeah. My, Microsoft and Discord are exclusive talks right now and could com complete a deal next month, assuming the negotiations don't fall apart. The people said originally favored by gamers, San Francisco based Discord uh, offer voice, text and video chatting. The platform popularity that surges since the pandemic took a hold as people stay home and connect online as as have those with other chat services like Facebook, Inc. and WhatsApp and uh, Signal uh, Messenger. Uh, Microsoft, which is the market value of $1.7 trillion, has been on the hunt for acquisitions that could help them reach more consumers last summer. They held talks to buy a popular video sharing app called TikTok, aimed at high-profile uh uh, things and it didn't it didn't work out. I can't read the rest of the story because it's. But basically, um, Discord is if it gets picked up by Microsoft, this will be huge because we always complain, Sarge, about the the Xbox Party Chat. Xbox Party Chat sometimes is just like horrendous. And Skype, we use Skype all the time, uh, and and we can't use the video stuff on on Discord for some reason. Uh, with me and you, it just it doesn't work for some reason, right? But Skype is absolute garbage, right? Skype is absolute garbage. The only reason I use Skype is because of this video thing right now. That's it, okay? I hate the service. I wish Discord was a little bit better. Not to say that Microsoft buys Discord. It's going to get better. But if Microsoft buys Discord and they brand it to where it's exclusive to Xbox, okay, or to the Xbox uh, bar, game game bar, okay, where their, their voice chat becomes better, that's a huge that's a huge move moving forward with Game Pass and XCloud. It could be bundled with the Ultimate Pass. Like, hear me out. I'm just speculating here. But if you wanted to use Discord in the future, they could technically kill themselves by doing this. But there's no alternative. There's no major alternative to what Discord is. Okay? But they could basically make it an Xbox, like, like Milky's saying, they could make it an Xbox-exclusive Discord chat type of thing. And... They could also make it where they they you have to have Game Pass. You hear me? You see what I'm saying? Like integrated where you're on your smart TV, but you can use the Discord if you have the ultimate Game Pass and and, and whatnot. But you're but you're not wrong. Focus on to what you're saying. You're not wrong. Xbox is got to get you to want to sign up for Game Pass because you don't have an option. If I give you a list of features that you're going to get with the network, with the right. new Xbox network, if I give you the list of features and then I tag on an introductory price of like $6.99 a month, right, right, to get you in the door, and then later on bump it up to $15 a month, it's going to take like three to five years that they don't understand what's quite happening, but everyone will start realizing that, oh, you know what, it is better for me. It is better for me to hand over $15 a month because I'm getting value for this. Right. Meanwhile, I'm already paying the live amount. Right. Right. This is just I I think this might be a move just to just to value more of the $15 thing, right? Yes. Absolutely. And then they can raise the price even more to, of Game Pass down the road, which I said yeah. within the next 18 to 24 months I think they'll do. I don't know. Yeah, but see, the I, scary, I don't really uh, want this to happen because Microsoft just keeps buying everything, you know? Yeah, but it's that they they know the direction it's going. Yeah, it's no, gonna I get come it. down. It's gonna come down to Amazon, Stadia, <laughs> and, and, and Microsoft. Right. That's what's that's what's coming down. Oh, and, and Google. They'll throw their hat in the ring because Google likes to throw billions of dollars at anything, like, right? <laughs> anything like yeah. is that is that cornhole on on the computer? Let's yeah, do that. Well, cornhole. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
We're gonna, we're gonna make cornhole on the computer we're for everybody. Make AR virtual reality AR cornhole. Cornhole. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. It's yeah. Cornhole glasses. Where you wear these glasses, Sarge. Listen. You wear these cornhole glasses, and no matter where you go, you can play cornhole. It's a, it's, yeah, it'll it's be, AR. It's yeah. AR. Yeah, AR. Augmented AR, reality. AR. AR. Google yeah. glasses just to play cornhole wherever you go. It'll be it'll be amazing. It'll it'll be George. Amazing. If if I find out you have stadium, I'm gonna find out where you live and punch you dead in the face. <laughs> After all we've talked about about stadia, what's wrong with you, man? Come on. Fucking <laughs> stadia. Listen, I, I stadia stadia is Dreamcast. Okay, it is. Yeah, but Dreamcast is better. Yeah, yeah, but it. The difference is it's ahead of its time. a piece of hardware. It was, it's, it's, it's ahead, ahead of its time. Yeah. Stadia is ahead of its time. Yeah. We are all we are all going to no games and service fees. That's where we're headed. Stadia just did it so early with no backing and wants me to pay twice for shit. Like you guys just don't got it together. Like, but that's where we're going. It's not. It's not like it's. It's not that they suck. They just have a bad business model. The idea is sound because that's where we're headed. Well, here, here's the, here's my thought process, Crazy. Right? I understand 100% that making Discord exclusive for Xbox is not the smartest move, but Skype is a dying thing, like Water said. It's a it's like a it's like a goddamn dinosaur. It's it's terrible, right? Discord for the longest time has been trying to find ways to monetize Discord with Nitro and everything else they've been trying to do, right? Microsoft see something there if it is true that they're going to pick up discord they have to make money off of it and the way they can make money off of it is by making it a premier thing to package it with their services you see what i'm saying discord is trying to make money right now by trying to market the nitro and, and, and upgrade it to the thing but they it's not it hasn't been a successful thing of course there's other platforms out there right i use TeamSpeak for the longest time right and now people use Discord. I'm sure there's someone that's like, I'm not using Discord. I'm using TeamSpeak. And TeamSpeak is still a thing. Okay. But they're picking them up going, look, Discord's probably selling. They're like, we can't monetize this. We can't make money off of this like we wanted to. So it's time to sell. And Microsoft's like, we can make money off of that. And yes, it would segment them. But at the same time, if they can use the technology of Discord to make Skype better, they already make the money better, right? Because if they implement the the whatever whatever Discord is doing to make Skype better, and they use now Discord as Skype, and they get rid of Skype, they're making money off of Skype or Discord, right? If they if they take Discord and make it into a premier premium thing, where maybe it's free for everybody, but then it's uh, exclusive for Xbox, you get more features. You see what I'm saying? Uh, it could be part of the Xbox network type of thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's yeah, there's a it, lot of stuff they could do with it that Discord couldn't do by themselves. That's I I think it's just gonna be paired up. I think it. I, what what I don't understand is so does Discord? Let's say it goes through. Is Discord replacing the the VOP of Xbox? Is Discord now on Xbox and you don't use the Xbox game? You don't use the Xbox right? You wouldn't you just use speak? Discord? It would you just link into your it, Xbox right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Now, if uh, if if they buy Discord, then Abe will go to Skype one thousand percent. No way they want to keep Skype going. Oh, I, absolutely, Weezy. But that's what I'm saying. They use the technology 
and Skype is just the name, but literally, like, they could use the, the software to make Skype better, or they just make Discord. They get rid of Skype, they make Discord, and the way the way Skype makes money is by making phone calls and other 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 things that they can do. They'll they'll find a way to make Discord work for Microsoft in a package deal. Again, just think of Nitro, right? With all the benefits that you get from Nitro, okay? You could still use Discord for free. But if you wanted to use the Nitro after Microsoft buys it, maybe that's the process that gets you linked in with the Xbox, with the PC, with whatever bonus that they have. That's what I'm saying. They're going to integrate something along the lines in, put this in the big book of bull, Sarge. Microsoft, if they buy Discord, will integrate it in some way, shape, or form and upsell whatever that is to make money off of it, right? Into Game Pass, We'll, we'll we'll see we'll we'll see what happens there. It's interesting. Look, I don't I don't want them to buy it because I hate companies like this that they just keep buying up stuff and they keep doing it. Again, I am not a Microsoft fanboy. I'm not a PlayStation fanboy. How, what's the time frame? <clears throat> Microsoft well, integrates well, Discord first, into Game Pass. Well, if it if it goes into effect, if, if they actually buy them, I would say by the end of the year. That's if they buy them. If it, if it happens next month, I say by the end of the year. They are offering four billion dollars overpriced. Three they're billion. Going Three billion. It. Yeah, they're go they're going. They're getting it. Yeah. <clears throat> Nitro will be part of Ultimate. I bet you it will, uh, Mo. I'm telling you, I, it's 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 got to be something along the lines that of that. That would make sense, Mo. That would make sense, right? They have to listen. They they keep trying to assess value to Game Pass. How do I get you to give me fifteen dollars a month when you were doing the same shit with nothing per month? <clears throat> How do I do it? Right? I'm enjoying games right now. I haven't changed my my time periods of playing games, but I'm not handing over an additional $15 a month because of it. So how do I get you to depart with $15 more a month? Right. That's that's the game right now. <clears throat> Paul, if what happens to PlayStation players if Microsoft uh does that? Uh who cares? Th think about that. Th think about that. They don't care. Microsoft is a $1.7 trillion company. They have reaches well beyond what video games are. The 144 million people that bought a PlayStation that can no longer use Discord to talk to their friends, they don't they wouldn't care. That's a that's a that's a drop in the bucket, right? They have reach of everything. Remember, XCloud goes to three billion devices. If they can integrate Discord into 3 billion devices to link up to Xbox, xCloud, and to whatever their market is, they they don't care. They don't care. Money talks, bullshit walks, right? And if PlayStation does it, they can, they, they can keep a free version. But what I'm telling you is the, the ultimate, if you're on Game Pass, you get Nitro for free. You see what I'm saying? It would be integrated into the actual thing. If you're on PlayStation, you want to use Discord? Sure. You get Discord, the free version, which maybe you could talk to like two or three people at a time. But if you get Nitro, you can have a group of a 20 people, 100 people, uh, or whatever the other things they have, right? That's that's what it is. <clears throat> Everyone thinks like businesses care about consumers. They don't give two shits about you and me. They don't care, right? They're going to go where the best money is. You think because you bought their product that they're going to be like, well... He's a loyal customer. They don't give two shits. This is not mom and pop store. Thanks for your business. 
right? I was with a phone company for 20 years. My mom made a joke. She's like, I was with uh, Sprint for 25 years. They didn't even give me a watch or a pen, okay? They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> I don't think we have. I don't think we have a choice, Wheezy. I do, I don't think. I, this is the direction. This is the direction we're going, right? So my 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 suggestion to everybody. I is agree, to Wheezy. By the way, I find, do agree. Find find the games you guys like, and you can actually play on your system without being online, and buy them and put them on your shelf because eventually there won't be any. So buy the last couple games you guys like that you can actually play without someone having a server on to right. play it. Well, and enjoy those. Here, here here's sure. another topic, right? Let's let's switch from Discord to mm -hmm. other things that we don't own. Okay, owning games. Now we've talked about this in the past, right? Where there was a, a young guy did a thing about uh, not owning games and 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 different. Uh, like we we, we kind of always talk about this, right? But there's no, there needs to be a section. Even Lono talked about this well, on the stream the this morning. The story, the story that's current yeah. is the PS, is the PS3, is the PS3 and, the Vita, and, the, and the Vita closing down, right? You own a PlayStation Three, your games and stuff that are on there, they're they're gone, right? There's no backwards compatibility going forward or whatever. Um, there's games on my Xbox that I can't play on my current Xbox because. Uh, whatever licensing, licensing expiring uh shutting down servers like battleborn uh all of this stuff is 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 pushing towards a way in video games where you own nothing right you own nothing where right now if i wanted to go play my nes if i have a working system or i can go buy a used system if i want to play mario if it's not an emulator on something i can literally take that disc put it in the machine and play it Okay, I could do that with hundreds and thousands of games across multiple platforms, but then there's licensing issues where you own the game, but they delist the games because of licensing issues with with uh, Xbox or Microsoft or Square Enix or, or whatever. Okay, now my example to this is Atari had a Spider-Man. Okay, Spider-Man, officially licensed Spider-Man. Okay, swinging on one little building, you're going up the thing. Okay, I can still play that game right now. It's not delist. It's on, a, it's on a cartridge. I could put it in my Atari 2600 and, and, and play the game, okay? But yet, Ultimate Alliance on the 360, I can't. I can't play it because it's got delisted because I, I own the game. I own the physical copy. I put it in the machine. It doesn't work anymore because it's gone, right? Battleborn, I own. It was a multiplayer aspect. And there was a single-player aspect. They shut the servers down. I don't own I don't own that game anymore. I own the physical copy of the disc. I put it in the machine. I don't own the game anymore, there's no protection to the customers at all. Zero, zilch, nada, okay? doesn't matter what game you own. At any moment, they can kick you from a game that you play and love, right? Six years, you've been playing a game, and all of a sudden, they ban you. For what reason? Doesn't matter. They can just get rid of you. They don't like you. They just get rid of you, okay? They can shut down the server. It doesn't matter. They can change the terms of service, okay? They can change the terms of service anytime they want, Okay? You, you have to hit okay. If you don't hit okay, you pay 60 bucks for a game. You pay 70 bucks for a game. You pay $120 for a game. Whatever it is, you don't get to say if you get to keep that game and play that game anymore. Okay? All game companies are going more digital. Okay? Publishers, like you said, Sarge, what are the publishers for? If every, if every company is going digital and the, my new Xbox doesn't have a disk drive, I, I, have, I, can't, I can't stick. I, that's it. No matter what I do for this system from now on, is stuck on digital only for the S, okay? 
I can't go to GameStop to buy a game to put it in this machine. I have to be in-house in their in their system. I have to go to their Microsoft store and pay full price for a game. Okay, they can make that seventy dollars. Right, they have control. They have control over the prices right. because it's only on their only on their proprietary software to buy the game on their on on their on their sites. Right. They can they can make the price whatever they want. There's no secondhand market. They can take a game that's five years old, six years old, ten years old. Let's just say this happens, Sarge, and I'm not saying it is, but Transformers Devastation, the game I own but I can't play for some reason. Okay, on my Xbox One, I own the digital copy of it. Can't play it. I need a hard copy of it to activate that game on the system. So now I have to go buy a used copy of that game so I can put it back in. What's to say they just don't remaster the game, Sarge? And now they put it back on their store and sell it again at full price at $60 like it wasn't a used game anymore, right? They can do that now because the systems that they're selling are all digital all the time, right? There's no there's no reason, right? You don't own anything. What do you, what do you what do you think about this whole this whole future of gaming here? <clears throat> or well, not I look future. at it I look at it a couple ways, right? So I look at it from the from the standpoint of the developers, right? So for years, and it's a long time, right? For years, GameStop's been undercutting them. GameStop has taken millions, if not billions, of dollars away from developers. That's a fact. That's not economics. They have undercutted the market and took money directly out of developers' hands. That's fact. There's no dispute. So I look at it as saying it's time for the reverse. It's time for now to cut GameStop out of the loop completely, cut the head off the chicken, right. bury it in the yard, and set it on fire. Okay? <laughs> like, that's what they're going to do to GameStop because they had their time in the sun. They made all the billions of dollars that they were going to make by doing nothing, by the way. All they did is resell games <laughs> that were already existing. Right. They didn't do anything. Right. Okay? And so now it's payback time. That's option one. It's just fucking payback time. Option two, they decided because profits have to go up forever. Right. Forever. There's no such, unless there's an actual crash, like like an EMP bomb goes off and everyone has to buy electronics all over again, like that kind of economic crash, there's no way they are going to relinquish any profit margins at all. So they only have three ways to do this. Either I fire people, which they do. I make everything digital so I don't have to print anything, which they do. Right. And then you have sole control over pricing and hardware. You can't, there's no choice. If I want the game, I have to get it through you, <clears throat> period. Which means 100% of the profit goes towards the developer. I'm sure Microsoft takes her cut, or the of publisher, course of course, yeah. takes her cut. But 100% of the profit, 100% goes to them, and they divide up that. Right? There's no more GameStop. There's no more shipping anything anywhere. We're in control. Right. But now, at the same time, what is it I own? Nothing. I I bought the game. Right? If no. I bought the game, no, you bought the license to use the game. Okay, but it, it means the same thing. So. The argument I'm going to use is let's just go back a couple let's go back a couple systems, right? So if I'm playing a game on like an N64 or an old 
PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2. I bought the game. I put it in. The game doesn't exist anymore. You can't buy the game anymore. Nothing. But if I put that disc in the machine, it's not automatically online, and I can play the game. Right. I'm playing the game that I bought. Make it up whatever you want. It's a Marvel game. The licensing probably ran out by now, right? The licensing for the superhero game I had back then probably ran out now, but I'm still able to play the game. So does that mean now I'm in breach of some kind of law that I'm playing a game that the licensing ran out on? Or is it because I purchased the right to play that game? I purchased the right, not temporarily purchased the right. I purchased the right to play the game, and that's why it still works. Now what you're telling me is, at any moment, at any time, I can tell you that the game you have no longer works because it only goes through my online service, and I can tell you when the game doesn't work anymore. Right. right. So what do I own? Nothing. Right? So what does that push you to do? What is the push? They don't say it, but what's the push? If the push is I don't really own anything, then why would I buy it? Wouldn't I rather just give someone $15 a month for the ability to play games whenever I want right. on Game Pass? Or Luna. Since I'm not going right. to own, right. own anything anyway. Does anyone understand the small little pushes that are happening right now? Right. It's going to happen quick, guys. It's going to happen quick. You think it's going to take years? I don't think so. No, Maybe ex- two. Ex- exponentially Maybe faster. Maybe two. So, so Duplass, I, I agree with you that... that Physical copies won't ever just vanish, but what will happen is look at the record industry, right? Like physical vinyl records, okay? Or CDs. Remember when you used to walk into a store, maybe some of you don't remember this, you would walk into a, like a Best Buy or a, a mom and pop shop and there'd be just racks and racks of CDs. Or think about movies, racks and racks of DVDs. Now you go into those places, there's like one rack with couple movies on there right yeah because i could push a button in my house i could watch whatever i want so so what's going to happen to video games is pre-orders will be a thing to just secure yourself an actual copy of a thing because digital product no no not of a digital product of a physical copy of of the disc and the the casing right because oh like like it's special yes like it's special where where people like us that like nostalgia to hold that disc in your hand i don't have one around me right now it's over there on the on the the thing okay a physical like case you're like oh i'm collecting it right because even if you don't own the game anymore you, you have the case you have the instruction pamphlet which is now just a slim little piece of paper or whatever anymore right they stopped making instruction booklets a while ago no but what i'm saying is if you get this it'll be a it'll be a collector's type of thing you see what i'm saying where now you might be playing a premium to get the physical copy right and there'll be less of them so there'll be more of a collector's item where most people look you say that they're not going away but if xbox decides to not put disk drives in front of their systems Right? What are you going to do? They're, do it, they're, they're, they're doing, doing it right now. now. They just gave you a choice. Right. They're doing it now. They just gave you a choice. It's very convenient right now that Xbox Series X is really hard to come by, but Series S's are a lot easier to find, right? Of course. No disc in front, easier to find than the actual physical copy of the one that you can put a disc in. Same with PlayStations. The digital version of the PlayStations are selling better than the ones with the physical discs that are on them because it's hard to come by. They're still all hard to come by. I said this months ago before they were even selling them. I said they will be pushing the ones that have no disc compared to the discs because they want you in there. Yes, they want them in their world. 
Okay. Yep. Once you're in the world, you are stuck in there. You can't do anything about it. I am stuck, right? I'm stuck. If I want to buy a game, I have to buy it digitally now with my S. I still have my one S with the disc in front of it. But if I want to buy a game on the next generation, if you want the next generation, I have to either buy a $600 system or $500 system for the X, okay, Series X, or if I got the S, which happens to be in stock, okay, I now in your in your in your world, but I can't do anything about it. Okay. That's what they're doing. They're pushing us to a service like that. And again, this all comes back to the big picture. I know right now I'm the guy on the side of the street in Manhattan that's holding up. The world's coming to an what end. And I'm, oh. I'm a crazy guy. UFOs. My I got my ass uh, probed by an alien. Right? Like, that's who I am right now. Okay? But listen to me. Listen to me. That's what's happening right now. Okay? They're getting you to get into their game service because there was a study. We just read it the other day. Right? 30% more people are playing different genres of games on Game Pass. 40% people are paying more games that they haven't tried before. 20% people are paying for microtransactions in a game that they on the Game Pass, okay? Like, these are stats that are ding, ding, ding. Sarge said it. Numbers have to constantly go up, okay? So if they get 18 million people, which then goes to 30 million people, which then goes to 100 million people paying a monthly subscription to a game that they release that's not fully finished... Okay, we've already seen them. And I'm not even talking about like Destiny and them. I'm talking Sea of Thieves, Stay Decay, where they give it to you on, on the Game Pass first party titles, okay? And then they slowly upgrade them over time to keep you paying. Oh, Sea of Thieves got an update? Oh, I'm going to pay 18 bucks or 15 bucks, okay? Now let's fast forward 18 to 24 months from now, right? Xboxes are back in stock. More people are buying the stuff. They have more titles. There's more games on Game Pass. They have Discord integrated start, into there. Start, starting right? to look good. They have the they have the little starting to look they good. Have the little thumbstick in the back of your television where now I can play Xbox anywhere I want on the toilet in the backyard on on the bus in the doctor's office whatever. Eighteen bucks now it turns to twenty bucks, which then turns to twenty five bucks. Okay, you see what I'm saying? And we justify it going, well, $30, that's still a good price because they're giving me 200 games. And, right. And I don't own anything, but they, this is what's happening. Slowly but surely, this is what's happening to the gaming industry. <clears throat> happening e Even quick. the X with the all-access bundle is easier to find. Right. Right. Imagine that, right? And, oh, and that's another thing we talked about, Reese. That bundle, you can't pay that up front. You can't buy that bundle up front with the cash. Like, if I walk in with the money in my hand and say, I would like that Xbox and pay full price, like, nope, you got to pay a monthly fee. You have to get the access. Don't give me any money now. You got to pay the $34.99 every month for the next 24 months. And you're like, okay, right? That's even better, right? Because then they get, they, get you, they get monthly payments from you at $35.99. Unlimited is already included. And then when they start upgrading the systems... Hear me out here now, okay? Because now Xbox is going to be, let's say, Xbox Series X Pro, okay? That has 8K two years from now, right? And your your terms of service is almost done with your with your Xbox Series X that you're paying for now. You're like, oh, they have a brand new one? Uh, I'll just sell this one back to them. I don't own it, right? You just give them back the Xbox, and then they, they, they take out the secondhand market. You can't sell that Xbox because you're paying monthly payments on it, right? And then you just trade that in just like... Just like your cell phones, okay? And they're already been doing this. They've already been doing this with the Xbox systems, right? And this is just more. Stay inside. Not only are you paying a monthly payment, okay? 
but you're paying a monthly payment for this system you're paying a monthly payment for the games you're paying a monthly payment for the service you're paying a monthly payment for the fucking xbox live you're paying everything for the xbox network that's it welcome to xbox how can i help you well and, and then and the, and then the, the, the point is is what does playstation do playstation has to do the exact same thing if they want to survive they have uh, to do the exact same thing they are they have to do the exact same thing if they want to be a part of this market because playstation's not going to go if everyone's going right they're not going to go left and go nope we're still going to make physical copies of games and we're going to sell so, them at GameStop. wait they they can they can be the vinyl record shop Rem everyone likes vinyl records remember remember microsoft invested into GameStop as well Okay, just remember that. Yeah, they, but, they, but they already, but they already made their money, right? Just, oh, and by the way, and by the way, Reggie left. Yeah, Reggie just left. Yeah. Right. Is anybody surprised that Reggie left GameStop? Anyone? Anyone at all? I mean, let's <clears throat> let's be honest. Is anyone surprised Reggie left? Like Reggie came in, right. stirred the pot, got a bunch of stock. Game stock stuff went up. Reggie sold out. I don't need to help you game. I don't need to help GameStop anymore. You guys got this, All right? And he's done. What did What did Reggie do? What 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 is it that Reggie did for the GameStop business model? What did he do? Real quick, Wheezy, that's an excellent point, by the way. Right? Because if I buy a physical copy from GameStop, okay, that all that money goes to the publisher. All right. Well, a bigger cut goes to the publisher, but if I buy it from the Xbox Store, that's thirty percent goes to goes to Microsoft. Anything digital, anything bought on their store, 30%, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, whatever it is, okay, goes to that publisher. Excellent point. I, I saw what you said there, and I, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, Reggie was supposed to be the savior. He was supposed to... to what happened to Reggie? Reggie, I thought that, I thought, Reggie made his money Reggie off the stock. <laughs> Reggie made his money on the stock, and he's, he's, he's sold it out. Yeah. Yeah, look, there's... Again, this is not me shitting on games. This is me just giving you guys what's going to happen in the industry. Okay? This is just me telling you what's going to happen in the industry. All right. Let me bring up another another topic here. Let me bring up another story. Uh, we got... Uh, oh, I'm in the wrong section here. If you guys like the conversations that we're having, make sure you hit that like button, okay? It's 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 absolutely free. You just hit the thumbs up. It's that simple. You're here, and you've been here the entire time. You might as well hit the like button. It helps us out so other people know about this podcast. It shows up in their feed. Uh, so it's all about algorithms uh, for us. So in other news, Sarge, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, okay? Movie is in development by the director of John Wick. Now, I watched this game. I didn't play it myself. It's a beautifully done game, and I've never seen John Wick, okay? Not yet, anyway, but I hear it's a great, great film. And the director of Wick, and how beautiful this samurai game, or I was about to say movie is, is now coming together as, as a movie. I think this is probably could be one of the best video game adaption movies uh, to come to, right? To come to film. I, I would think that the... Uh... Well, the John Wick director pretty much has the uh, samurai movie in his mind because that's what John Wick's kind of is. It's the revenge samurai movie. So I can only imagine, given traditional Japanese story back, that that movie is going to be, number one, it's going to be, the action sequences are going to be insane. 
uh, it's probably going to be like um, you know I don't I don't I don't think we've had a really good like samurai movie. And I'm, don't you dare mention Tom Cruise. I will reach through the freaking microphone and strangle somebody. <laughs> we haven't had a really good samurai movie in a long time, like a, a traditional like samurai movie. So if this guy's gonna do the guy who does John Wick is gonna do Ghost of Tsushima, it's gonna be incredible. Yeah, chat. The reason I didn't watch John Wick, um, my son, if you if you do the math, is six years old. Okay, um, I don't know if you guys know how children work, but when he was born, it was the year that John Wick came out. Okay, I didn't have time to watch it when he was younger, and now that he's older, he's attached to my hip at all times. And to watch a movie where a guy gets jabbed in the neck with a pen is probably not the best parenting move to watch the movie with him. And when I have time by myself, I'm streaming, so I don't really have time to actually watch a movie over the last six years uh, like that. So when I do get moments of time to watch it, I would love to watch it. Um, I have all three. My mother-in-law, of all people, gave them to me. She's like, this is my favorite movie. And I looked at her. If you knew my mother-in-law, right? I was like, this is your favorite movie? She's like, oh, I love John Wick. This is fantastic. I'm like, okay. So my mother-in-law gave me all three John Wick movies to watch and said I should watch them. And I still have not. Uh, let's, watch it what, let's watch it together. How do we do that? I'll do I'll do that, Mo. We'll have to do like a late night stream, like a movie movie premiere party, whatever the name. <clears throat> it's called Priorities. Entertainment first, then family. Ah, I've been doing it wrong this entire time. I'll 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 get I'll, I'll fix it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my my daughter watched it at seven. That's great. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> if you knew my son, first of all, a daughter. And a boy are two different things. If I show a movie to my son with a sword or something in it, for the next week and a half, he'll be swinging a sword from the ceiling fan uh, to try to recreate what he saw on that uh, on that screen. So, girls and boys are two different beasts. <laughs> two different beasts. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima movie in development with John Wick director. Ghost of Tsushima is being adapted into a feature film with Sucker Punch Productions as a production uh, produced and directed by Chad uh, Stalhiski, uh, which is the director. Last year, PlayStation exclusive uh, Ghost of Tsushima sliced its way into PlayStation 4 systems, quickly becoming the most successful titles of the year and one of the most highly praised PlayStation exclusives. Having made its mark in video game community, Ghost of Tsushima is heading to the big screen with the director of John Wick leading the film. The news and detail and deadlines exclusive story goes to Shima will direct by by Chad and director of the first three John Wick films, along with the producer of Alex Young and Jason Spitz will produce uh, Ghost of Shima through their production company, 8711 Entertainment. Uh, Sucker Punch Productions will overse be overseeing the project, serving as exclusive producers represented by Peter Kane uh, or Khan. Uh, and Carter Swan will also be producing Ghost of Tsushima throughout the PlayStation productions. Nate Fox, the creative director of Ghost of Tsushima, took the PlayStation blog to celebrate the movie's announcement, praising the game's rep, uh, reception from fans and thanking them for sharing their creative throughout the game's uh, photo mode. So there you go. So I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see the uh, adaptation of this uh, and moving over. Obviously, now the question is, does it come out only on TV or is it going to be in the God <clears throat> Theater? Uh, yeah, it's another. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, I guess, in two years when... Uh, they decide to start filming it, I guess, right? So, uh, let me see what other stories we got here. We already talked about that. We already talked about that. <clears throat> I should have brought this up in the Microsoft one uh, real quick. Microsoft is teaming up with... Uh, maybe someone in chat can... Exp uh, 
if I say this correctly, I think it's called Tela, Tela, Sweden partner to bolst Xbox gaming streaming in Europe. Okay. So Swedish mobile carrier Tela has announced its new gaming partnership in Microsoft, the deal geared to accelerate the Xbox cloud gaming on mobile. The network operation unveiled the venture at first of its kind in the EU, looking to offer Xbox game streaming to customers in their region. Tela's position is a multi-year effort uh, uh, complementing its expanding 5G and fiber coverage with the free Game Pass Ultimate membership available to customers. So if you're in Europe and you are part of Tela, I think that's the way you say it, okay, you will get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for free. For free. So think about this now, okay? Crack dealer, <laughs> crack dealer, yeah. Right. So I, I, I meant to bring that first up. One's, first one's free. Right. I the meant to bring that up free. when we were doing the, the topics of that earlier, but we got, we got into rant there for a bit. So, uh, yeah. So that's another that's that's another big a big move by Microsoft over there. Uh, in shorter news, we have <clears throat> Dwayne the Rock Johnson announced the other day. Uh, he's playing Black Adam, right? We all know that. He's doing the Black Adam movie. Uh, they now announced Pierce Brosnan, okay, James Bond, okay, as the iconic and all-knowing Dr. Fate uh, for the DC film. Uh, so Pierce Brosnan will be playing Dr. Fate. What do you think, Sarge? Do you think it's a good fit for, for Dr. Fate? I don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's been so long since I read a Dr. Fate comic book at all. Like, if, if it's Pierce Brosnan wearing a mask, it's like the guy in V from Vendetta wearing the mask. Like, I don't even know what he looked like. The whole movie, he's had a mask on, and you hear the voice, and you got to guess oh, who well, it is. you know he's taking his mask off. Come on. Come on. You know, I, I'll be honest. I don't think I don't think he should. I, I don't think Pierce Brosnan is the egomaniac of other actors, but he has to take his mask off every 10 seconds to let you know that it's Pierce Brosnan. Right. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, Winfield, my, my son, when he watches uh, anything, like if I put anything on, he, he he goes from like playing something and then he goes and just focuses. And I'm like, oh, time to change the channel. Like, because I think he's not paying attention, then he pays attention. And then, you know, you put a cartoon on, he doesn't really watch that. But if you put something... He, la he lasers in, you can see yeah, it. Yeah, I, like for instance, we watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier last week and he was doing something else. And then he slowly like slid into the thing and then just sat there, grabbed his pillow and just like clenched it and just like focused in and i'm like that's ah, that's all right it's marvel it's disney you know it's not too much blood even though he murdered multiple people in the <clears> sky come on reese kevin hart can't be but it can't be dr fate and it's not a color thing i just can't see can't see he's, kevin hart he's too short come on right it's like it's like <laughs> like a little leprechaun <laughs> dr fate the leprechaun <laughs> if it was if it was a parody and 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 uh the Rock was made fun of him or something. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't see it. Yeah, he's too. He's I, too I, short. I, I there. don't remember. I don't remember Black Adam. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember the character. I got, I got to look it up. Like the Rock is big. Oh yeah, he's he. The Rock is Black looks Adam, like a, is, is, the, the, is Black Adam like a big guy. I don't remember Black Adam. I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking about the wrong character. Here, I'll I'll, I'll bring up a, a picture. It's Black Adam, not Atom, Sarge. Black Adam. Black Adam. Yeah, Black Adam. A-T-O-M. A-T-O-M. No, 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 no. Adam? A Adam. A-D-A-M. Oh, Black Adam. Black not Adam. Adam. Yeah. Ah, uh, Adam. I got it. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is, uh, here, I'll bring up some pictures of, uh, so you can, you can see. So this is, this is the comic book, like, uh, like something like this. Okay. 
I don't know if I can make it any bigger, right? And then this is The Rock uh, visualized as him. Uh, the Rock is a superhero. Let's just be honest. He's yeah, he, he really is. He's he's he is he is the embodiment of a like that's that's obviously not just a, a drawing of okay it. okay I got you yeah uh, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see him. He was actually supposed to be. Did you watch? Did you watch um, uh, Shazam? Yes. Yeah, he was supposed to be in a cut scene at at, at the end, I believe, and uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks cool. It looks cool. I'm excited. I, I I like Rock. I met him when I was younger, uh, multiple times. Uh, he's, he's a great guy. Great guy. <clears throat> the Rock. You think you think he's running for president, George? You think so? Oh, we'll remember see. remember when he when he got on and everyone thought he was gonna run for president? He's like, I'm not running for president. Like he he, he wants to make this is this is the prime of his life right now. He doesn't want to just fucking toss that away. Maybe one right. day he will. Maybe one day he will when he's older. But right now he's in his prime, man. There's no way. He's like the biggest blockbuster star. He he is what what Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone, and Arnold Schwarzenegger what what they were as three, he is by himself. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Like he is more popular than all three of those characters back in the 80s and 90s. The Rock is a blockbuster. Like he is the highest paid actor uh, and if you looked at him in Scorpion King to compare to now, you're like, that guy is the highest paid actor. But now he's, you know, obviously completely different. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a, he's a specimen, right? Like if, if the world came to an end and we were all like surviving to, to, to live, you grab him to be your protector and, and worship him because he's going to, he's going to fight for you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so or we have to, or we have to dissect them and clone them. Yeah, I, I really liked I, I like Shazam. I like Zachary Levi as well. I liked him as Shazam. And I, I'm looking forward to Black Adam. Um I like The Rock. I I'm not a fan of Black Adam, but I'm a fan of The Rock, which then makes me a fan of the new Black Adam. Right? I, I do like him a lot as 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 a I loved so him in the Fast and Furious and stuff too. What's the what's the tentative release time for that movie? Oh. Couple summers? I mean, everything's getting delayed now. I, I, Couple I mean, summers. I think. I think 20, they. Hold on. Twenty twenty three. Well, four. no. I think they. I think they. They were filming it or started filming it. Uh, let me see. No, it's in. It's in. Uh, is it in pre production or is it done? Let me see. <clears throat> uh, Black Adam is in pre production right now. It's in pre production right now. Okay. Oh. And here's one thing. I don't really want the remake, okay? But now that we're off on a little tangent here, we've talked about this in the past, The Rock is making big trouble in Little China. He's he's redoing that movie. <clears throat> he he is... I, I don't know if he's... Uh, I don't know if he's playing Jack Burton, but he's... he's Absolutely. He's, he's playing... Absolutely. He's, he's play Absolutely he's Jack Burton. Well, no, what I'm saying is I don't know if he's doing it like what he did to Jumanji, where they... It's Jumanji, but it was like a reboot of Jumanji, like a sequel. I don't know if it's a sequel to... I don't know if it's a sequel oh, so to Big Trouble in Little China. Well, first of all, first of all, there's no sequel. That movie actually ended. No, I it get ended. it. I get it. What I'm saying is so I don't, I don't know if it's, it's a reboot or if it's a... It's, it's a redo. Yeah. Yes. Like, sort of like Judge Dredd. You know what I mean? Like... They they did the Sylvester Stallone movie over again. I actually like the new Judge Dredd. Yeah, but it's still you're doing you're doing a remake of a movie that wasn't that good to begin with. That's great though. 
It's great. Big Trouble in China was a cult movie. Yeah, it wasn't great. like a great movie. It was a cult movie. There's a difference. Uh, real quick news. Lead game de- uh, gameplay designer has left Cyberpunk 2077 and CD Projekt Red. So they must be in really good shape there. Well, it, well, it's only one dude. It's not like Blizzard, where like, where like where like 50 guys have left. No, I know, but he's the lead. He's the lead guy of it, right? So whatever vision and whatever stuff he's doing, gone. He, so. had, enough, he, had, he had enough. He had enough of all the BS. It's, it's just it. I'm trying to think. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Uh, Gina Carano reportedly fired from Fast and Furious uh, just because she got fired from something just- else. Right. Just because, yeah, I just know. because this is how it works. Look, remember, remember when Robert Downey Jr. had a, a, a drug problem and nobody wanted to touch him, right? Yep. And then somebody gave him a shot with Chaplin, and then he blew up with Chaplin, and they're like, "Oh, what a great actor! What a great!" Even though he was a great actor, but they didn't want to touch him with a ten foot pole because of his drug habit. Someone gave him an opportunity with Chaplin. He blew up. He he blew up with Chaplin, and then obviously Iron Man brought him into the next stratosphere and robert downey jr is one of the highest paid actors now uh in the thing so when you're when you're down in the dumps nobody wants to touch you and then someone has to give you a shot so everyone disassociates with you i've had this happen in being in the industry myself okay i got blacklisted well to be fair robert downey did a bunch of cocaine addiction movies in the 80s and then he got addicted to cocaine Right. Like well, he's a method he's actor. A method, he's a method, method actor. Yeah, he's a method actor. So it took him a while to come back out of it. But he's one of the few. He's one of the few that went down that road and came back. Right. So good on him. Yeah. So someone will come along, which already um, uh, Shapiro has already teamed up with her. So it's it's it, I think it's better off that these people just all disassociate. And then when she blows up and becomes this super popular actress in hollywood she can then just say kiss my ass give him a finger and say where were you when when uh you know when, when all this went down no one no one stood up no one in the defense because they don't want to rock the boat or whatever right this happens all the time in this in this business so we'll, we'll see what happens uh when uh i i hope she gets gets other parts oh here's another thing disney actually removed her she was supposed to be in a um bear's grill episode and they just removed it. They removed it off of the off the platform. Just her episode. They removed her episode off the platform. And then there was another show she did, and they removed that as well. So Disney's just balls deep into this. They're like, yeah, we did it. We might as well just boot her out. Like, she never existed. Like, she never existed. Uh, very, very uh, adult-like. I can't, I can't wait till this, this whole house of cards come crashing down. <clears throat> so tired of this nonsense at this point sorry did you watch the snyder cut at all you didn't watch the snyder cut no i watched the original one i didn't watch the snyder okay listen i i i get that it was good i watched a lot of people talk about it okay but the issue is is that they're never going to give that cut credibility because that would be admitting that the fans are correct they're never gonna let them. They're never gonna admit and say the fans are correct. They're never gonna let that happen. So they're gonna <clears> piss <throat> all over this movie, even though the majority of people who watched it say they actually liked it well, a lot. Well, the movie is fantastic. It's a much better version of of the Whedon cut. And I said, if it wasn't for the Whedon cut, we wouldn't get this cut. 
so this is like borrowed time. Anyway, that look, I like Snyder's cut of of um of Superman. I like Snyder's cut vision of 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 Batman versus Superman. Even though the worst line ever is Martha, why'd you say the name? I hate that. I hate that whole scene in, in Batman vs Superman. But the the Snyder cut was a very good, and there's no spoilers here. I'm not spoiling anything. But they're talking about future plans of the Justice League now in the Snyder verse. Okay, and they say there's no plans for the Snyder verse, and I think this is an absolute travesty that Warner Brothers is doing this, right? Because they had Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman, which was good. They had Aquaman, which was good. Justice League would have been a lot better if it was after all these other movies, okay? Not before Aquaman and before Flash and before a Cyborg movie. But it's sad that they're getting rid of this. They should give Snyder his own own universe or slash cut of let him complete this, this storyline, right? You'll make money off of it, Warner Brothers. You will. But they have an agenda, and they want to make movies like the first Suicide Squad's uh, the Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman eighty four, which were absolutely garbage, right? Suicide Squad was garbage. Birds of Prey was trash, and Wonder Woman eighty four was a was a dumpster fire, right? These three films all together, I think combined total, don't even equal an IQ of somebody. That's really dumb. Okay, like it's absolute bad. This one was really good, but at the same time, it could have been a little shorter, and. Obviously, he flushed out the story, but he had four hours. Four hours to do that. If anybody got four hours to do a feature film, they could probably tell you about better story than within two hours, right? You see what I'm saying? So, yes, it's a good film. So, what, so you're saying the editor was bad? Oh, in the first one? In the yeah. first Whedon? Yeah, it was terrible. Yes. Terrible. Okay, the movie was incoherent at, at times. Okay, this one... An, an, an editor can destroy a movie, bro. Yeah. They can, but, they can have all the good shots they... They can have all the good shots they want, but an editor can fuck it up. But here's the best part, right? If if you saw Aquaman, and you... Let's say you never watched the Whedon cut, and then you watched Wonder Woman, you watched Aquaman, you watched those, and then you watched this Snyder cut, it makes much more fucking sense because you saw some of those movies before this one came out. The Snyder cut came out. But you watched Whedon, and then you saw Aquaman, you're like, who is this guy? In Whedon's cut, they don't really tell you who Aquaman is. They're like, okay, great. What is, what's his story? They don't tell you who Cyborg is. They don't tell you what the Flash is. They're just like, here's some other superheroes. It's really just about Batman, Wonder Woman, okay. and Superman. Okay, but but let's not forget the let's not forget the points of that of the problem of that movie is the fact that Warner Brothers wanted their own Endgame long before they were ready to have an Endgame. Oh, right. Right, Cliff they, didn't wanna, they, did, they, did, they didn't want to. They They didn't want to build up characters. They no. didn't want to have movies no. come out first to describe what the characters were. They didn't have scripts ready to build up the story and then make a Justice League movie as they should have. They were trying to jump on the bandwagon, make as much money as they could, and just threw every, caution into the wind and says, "We're gonna pump this shit out." And that's what you fucking got. Yeah, yeah. You got a, you got a fucking shitty ass fucking movie because you had no character development. The, the only the only reason why the movie did decent is because people who watch it know who the fucking people are. Right, right. No, the Snyder's cut is very good. I love I love the Snyder cut. I sat there the entire time. I watched for an hour and eight minutes, and then I watched for three hours. Okay, not once did I pick up my phone to look at the at my phone. I didn't check an email. I literally just focused on the movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was very very good, and, and it's sad 
that it wasn't like that. But think about this. If Snyder had his cut originally, it wouldn't have been four hours. Okay. So would have Snyder, would Snyder's vision have been as good as what this one is? Probably not because of the time restraints, right? But I do like his verse his his verse. I love his universe that he has with Superman, with the Batman versus Superman, and now with Justice League. And hopefully they get to give him more more time going forward to 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 progress with this. I think they will, but uh, I think Warner Brothers is or AT&T now really owns them. I, I think they're idiots if they if they don't move forward because there's this cutscene at the end uh, of the Snyder cut of this post-apocalyptic with Batman in the middle of this blown up city. And he's with the Joker and flash and cyborg and Superman's trying to kill him. I was like, I want to see this like now, like I want to watch a movie of this and I don't think it's going to happen, which is pretty sad. But um, if you haven't seen it, Sarge, I would watch it. They, they do it in parts. So you don't have to sit there and watch it for four, uh, four hours overall. You could watch it, but it's, a, it's broken up into six parts. You can watch it uh, in six parts. Um, so that's it. That's the end of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. I mean, rant along the way. Episode 256 or 257, sorry, 257 is in the can. I do appreciate you guys all coming out and watching and listening. If you like this, make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit the join membership button. Uh, you do help us out. Uh, it's, I know it's another subscription model. But joining member, it helps us out here. Um, you can listen to the audio versions. I, I am uploading the audio versions again onto iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. Uh, episodes up to, uh, to uh, 249 are up right now, or 250 is up right now. And then I'm uploading uh, th this episode plus the other six uh, sometime this week. And so that'll, be, that'll all be up there. Uh, I do appreciate you guys all and ladies and gentlemen to coming out and watching us. We do appreciate you. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on twitter make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming on twitter uh hit us up on the purple platform twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming stay right here because right after this we are going to go play some video games over on this channel as well um i'm just going to go live in about two minutes or so so if you guys want to watch some video games i think we're going to be playing some do you want to play elder scrolls sarge or do you want to play something else uh i think uh i'm better off at elder scrolls at the moment okay so we'll, we'll play some more Elder Scrolls tonight. Uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.